0: Good morning, fellow gooners. Welcome to another episode of Canon Talk. I mean, I was born in the constitutional How's
1: it, guys, North London derby. You know, this is going to be one for the ages.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I know it's been like a like a big bold up even before the Nations League break. Uh, but I mean I also just find it funny now, like leading up to this weekend now, um, now and, <laughs> I mean I didn't expect it but, how Antonio Conte is like starting the whole mind thing, mind games, sorry, uh, with with Arteta because, you know, he's almost like very being very like too much complimentary now. And I mean, if you think of last season, he was like telling Arteta, you know, don't moan so much after they beat us in that that uh, final stretch of the, you know, the league yeah. chase for the, the top league top four spots. So yeah, I mean, it, uh, he's not giving Arteta like a bit too much, you know, props in it. But I mean, what I am liking is it's not really getting drawn into it. Because when, when um, the press at the press conference yesterday, when they asked him like what he has to say, so all he just said is thank you, and that's he didn't go like into detail or anything. So I mean, I really like that 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 uh, high school approach, man.
1: I think it's gonna like you know, gonna really test Arsenal. I think you know, if you want to if you see the top four contenders, you need to. Make sure you get your points at home. I mean, yeah. we have two tough games. I mean, the Liverpool one after this, but yeah. you know, just focusing on 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 this 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 fixture, um, it's gonna it's gonna require a lot of strength from us because I think that yeah. three 0 defeat of last season is gonna be in the back of our minds. Um, but I think we also need to give them payback. You know, they they are coming to the Emirates. I think, um. I'm. I am a bit nervous, but I need to start being more positive when we're playing games at home. You know, Spurs need yeah. to be the ones that's nervous coming to the evidence.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I. I mean, I can tell you, that I've been confident leading up to the game because, I mean, there's of the factors you have to also bring into play here. Because look, you must remember the Emirates is going to be probably louder than it ever has been this season. Um, I think also now the the crowd there is more. Uh, how could I say, you know, let like say you're on the, a bit on the back foot, they are <clears throat> almost like just being there for you, like you can, you can hear them, you know, rowing the team on the same way that you were bringing up the last time about the way the crowd's reaction to that Saliba own goal where the crowd was just cranking up the, that, that sound and the atmosphere more and more, even like in support of him and also rallying the team or that other game where um, the was was tiring at last stretch, but I mean, the crowd also gave them that extra burst at the end <coughs> to push for a late uh, winner. So, I mean, I just think look, uh, the, the contrast of football is going to be also so different because you've got <coughs> Arsenal on the one hand, very attacking minded football team, and then you're going to have Conte and his Tottenham side where they play very much like Ten Hags, when United team currently, where they're all kind of so deep. Like, give you view that, that, almost like we get almost like uh, too, too self assured and that too overconfident, and let's bring it on you. Because, I mean, look at, at the likes of the like, so front three will probably be today's son, Kane, and, and uh, uh no, no, is introduced. Oh, him. that's
1: good, that's good, that's uh,
0: good. Richarlison is going to play as a right winger, so Oof, I mean, that's gonna gonna
1: be a, a good thing, that's
0: yeah, gonna be... it's gonna be... yeah, but I mean, like, my taking it thing has always been with regards to. When you play, say Liverpool, when you play uh, Spurs, um, at times not always, but at times when you play City. If you can have the most attacking players defend more, then you know you are doing something like that. But if you're gonna, you know, i like you're gonna get on the ball and and, and cause pressure. But uh, say something like uh, that, uh, Richarlison, uh, uh, was it Kane or Son? If they're gonna keep on just staying from the off way -way line and beyond into our half, then, I mean, they are going to still be very dangerous, but we need to see that we, in this game today, see that they have to defend more than their attack because then I think you can can see us really causing problems. Because, I mean, it's a bit like when we played Chelsea in that. I know, yes, it was a pre-season game, but when you play a brand of football that is so fast where the opponent's almost like half dizzy,
1: yeah, you know, the old Charleston thing, I think there's no love lost between the two. And I think, you know, I wasn't really like, you know, he used to grind my gears basically when he was at Everton already, when he played against Arsenal. Had just that cockiness about him. But I think him coming to Tottenham must even make it more heated. Yeah. Um, Like you said, you know, it's the best form of defence will be attack in this instance because, like you said, if Son and, and, and Kane and the Charleston have to track back all the time, you have the number already, and I think it's important in this North London derby to take your chances. You can't have guys yeah. fluffing, yeah. fluffing the chances in a game of this magnitude. Where, um, if Arsenal can go two, three nil up, you know, at, you need to take it. You can't eat the post and then you know squander chances because Spurs yeah. don't need much to beat you. And you know, I just
0: think like you know, like to put out. the I think now from our perspective was like. It's going to be something like this where I think you're either going to go say the Man City approach. So, look, Man City approaches. we don't give a shit if you're going to go attack against us or counterattack against us. We're going to try to just smother you and, you know, just destroy you straight up. Then there's also like the other, like if I'm playing like Devil's Advocate where we play more cautious and all that. But then again, you're playing again into Conte's hands because... He's either looking in for a stalemate or uh, to sneak a uh, like a win or whatever. That is again playing to Conte's end. So that's just that like we have to be very wise the way we're going to this game today.
1: You no, know, we have to be wise. I mean, if you look at Conte's away record in the, in the Premier League, I mean, you know, even at Chelsea, you know, he managed to beat the likes of, of Pep's Man City um, with Tottenham and with Chelsea um, when they won the league. And you know, he, he drew to Liverpool at Anfield. Um, he, if you look at his record, he, he doesn't do bad at all against the big teams away from home. So, you know, you're gonna have to, like you say, it's not gonna be a straightforward thing for Arteta. He's gonna actually have to, you know, earn his manager of the month of of August title. Actually, because it's September, sorry, that he won it was it September or August that Arteta won August the manager of the month. Sure. August. He's gonna he's gonna have to earn that 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 title because Conte is not gonna just. Let things go. And I think we're going to have to be smart about things. It's almost like you're going to have to mix it up, you know. Start yeah. fast, score a goal, then you let your spurs come out, and then you pick up the pages again, and then you, you know, let or sit back and let them play. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see also Arteta's team selection because, you know, the way things left off before the international breaks, players were performing that gave him. Yeah. And I
0: mean, it's also good now that uh, Arteta did make mention, I uh, using the pressure that. Uh, the likes of, look, there was like big question marks over over the players' fitness when they came back. Because, I mean, look, uh, uh, Kieran Tiendi suffered a heavy, like, you
1: know,
0: he oh. injury. But, I mean, he's now recovered. Because I think immediately, <clears throat> I think that the thing that Arsenal had, uh, the agreement with the international managers was, whenever there was like a niggle or a, a certain like a point of, of a game, whatever, then they do either withdraw the team or... A player or, uh, you know, send them home after a certain um, number of minutes that they're not clocked up over the that couple of games that they had now over the international break. But I mean, thankfully, Odegaard should be back. Party was also sent back. I mean, not really, it wasn't too much of a worry, but there was more precaution. He's back. So, I mean, Tierney is in, Zinchenko is also probably in today. So, I mean, it's a, it should be a clean ball of health for the majority of the squad. So, it's going to be fantastic to see also you know, especially as the players that we now, not we have, but the Tottenham had a kind of full house with their players that they had uh, over yeah. international duty. And I mean, I'm just wondering with the latter part of the game that it will actually start counting against Tottenham, you know, when, when the legs are getting heavy. I mean, I, I don't know, it could, because the one pundit I was listening to said it could be in the beginning part where the, the legs are still, you know, but tired, even though the mindset is there to, to attack and play the way Conte wants. But, they said the bodies could be tired like with impacts or whatever, like 50 50s and that and then maybe the latter part then they come up uh, you know like springing us really but I in mean, my opinion is of watching the football now down the years especially after international break you'll see some of this fantastic performance in the beginning but then they really like like wean of away or, or weaning off the pace of the game from the 75th minute onwards or 70th 70th minute onwards because then you see the that
1: fatigue start coming in and coming in fast usually. It's actually a blessing in disguise, you know, that the fact that Gabriel Martinelli and Jesus wasn't called up for the um, for Brazil and Gabriel and and ben White it was as well. Yeah. was called yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, that's that's a big plus for us. I mean, those are, are key players for us. Um, I think Saliba's still young, you know, so he still has that agility and and yeah. and, and um, but. It's going to be, would you would you go with the same back four that's been playing all season or would you change it up today? I, I mean,
0: you know, it's just a, a very tough call because I mean, like, as are we going to go down to the, the breakdown, you know, of position-wise now, uh, I'm going to probably do it in, you know, kind of hop around with things. But I mean, look, with, with regards to the goalkeepers, first of all, look, Renzo hasn't played any minutes over the international break. Loris yeah. has been withdrawn from the French team. So yeah. I don't know how on point he is. I don't even know if he makes the squad. But I mean, I also don't know if it if it's sort of mind games but content. Because look, he was struggling up to like four or five days ago. So with this yeah, I don't know if he had a hip injury or whatever, Loris. And I don't know because that's why they're already fast tracking this uh sort of deal for Jan Oblak of Atletico. Yo. So because I, I just don't know how, how it's going to be, if they're going you know, to have the backup, you know, uh, Fraser Forster in today or if Loris tries to play with the pain barrier. So, that, doesn't know, so uh, that also could be a huge, huge factor in the game. But I mean, look, as I said, I don't want to put my name down and say, oh yeah, Loris <laughs> is, is out completely. Because that could be, you know, a total buying game and you kind of sit up on that. I, I think Arteta has the squad also very focused on the job at hand. And I think... With a showdown between the goalkeepers. I mean it, it should be a good one, but I mean this should be the sort of stage that ramsdale usually thrives on. Then you yeah. just to defense just to the issue that you now brought up. The reason I say it's tough is because like look, okay, Ben White has done a steady job for most of the for most of that at the batches so far in the season. But you know, for me, the one player that I've always seen go toe toe with with Son is Tommy Yasu. Yes, And and I just wonder if, if that could be a factor. I think formation, of course, is going to be a, a huge thing as well. But, I mean, as I said, I, 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 when I watched Tommy against Son, he does not dive into anything. He kind of really plays a bit conservative. I, only like some of the times he hugs the touchline, but it makes it look like difficult for Son to pass him. You know, that, that typical yeah. like, like Overmars used to do with like push the ball past the, the defender and then burst pass on the outside flank.
1: I think I think he could give Ben White a lot of trouble if he does that. I mean, if it, if I'm not saying Ben White's slow. I'm not saying Ben White if Ben White is forced right back. So I, I think I think like you mentioned now, I think Tomiyasu needs to start because Tomiyasu has that um, stamina to burst down the line to come back, you know, and to stay tight to Son. And I think we missed that in that 3 0 defeat when we played against um, Spurs at the Tottenham Stadium. So yeah, he pulled up quite early off in the game, right? Uh Ben
0: White.
1: No, I'm sorry, sorry. No, you, I No, sorry Tommy we Cedric started. If Cedric still gave away the oh, penalty okay. also. So um Asu, I think we'll, we'll we'll match um we'll match with that side. Richarlison is good, but he's not that you're as blistering as face, as Son. So if you can get Sinchenko probably on that side, you know, you're gonna make Richarlison think of of how he has to adapt his game slightly.
0: Because, I mean, I still think it's going to come down to the, uh, you know, having Richarlison defend, which he hates. He hated it at Everton. Yes. You see, yes. sometimes, uh, I mean, Lampard would almost like Neapol out trying to, you know, have him help the, the fullbacks when, you, when they're at Everton. And I think that's, that could uh, be our it plays out, because, look, Sunchenko's going to probably want to have Richarlison track him instead of him tracking Richarlison the whole time. And with regards to <clears throat> Tommy Yasuo, Ben White, I just think to myself, see that, that Son, because I mean Son always gets ridiculous when he has to defend, because I don't know, I've seen a few red cards already with him and I've seen him also give away stupid penalties when he has to, you know, sit deep in the in the Tottenham half or Tottenham box. Um, with Kane, I mean, look, I think it comes down to also a good job by um, Gabriel of us at the back, because I, I, I think there again, Maybe someone like Saliba should be the one that, you know, uh, tell Gabriel, OK, you stay in the defence line, yeah. break, and yes. kind of close him down. Because I just think he has like, a, a better physical prowess as well as a footballing mind. Because I think that's yes, where Gabriel sometimes gets some, I know somewhat, because I don't know what he tries. He either tries to throw himself into a tackle and, and then he causes himself to be out of position, or he just gets totally reckless and gives away a needle as well. I think uh, Saliba is against somebody... He tries with the upper body strength or just use strength in general to, to usher people away from the box.
1: You can see he went to that academy in, in France, like where Gabriel's more about the draw, you know, and he came from that, you know, yeah. proper foundation. Yeah. And, I th- and I think that is where Saliba, um, and I mean, I know you always picked up Saliba from back then. You know, even, even when it wasn't looking good, you kind of still gave him credit and you still spoke, you know, the guy can can do a job. And look at him now, I mean, yeah. I, I think if you're going to have to choose, if you or what if you have to choose, you know, if you're going to have maybe devil's advocate here, yeah, but yeah. You know, if you must choose between Gabriel or Ben White, if you want to keep Tommy Asso and the right back, would you go with Gabriel or Ben White?
0: I'd take Ben White. Because, I mean, Ben White is somebody, he's timing enough tackles, out, I mean, top of the charts for me, because he's normally, sometimes I think, oh, maybe he's, he's doing it, he's gonna selling himself short. But he normally does get a boot or start on the ball to nick a ball away from somebody Whereas Gabriel is like, I mean, I'm not going to give you too much, you know, like uh, shit now.
1: Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. But because I mean, Gabriel has been also a part of the defense when we needed him, you know, but I just think all in all in in a sort of game like this way, you know, it's going to come down to probably tight margins in the beginning. I mean, I, I think it, it, the game could, of course expand in the second half, like be more open in it. But I just think in the beginning, you need to keep things tight. And as you said, you know, also be ruthless up front because sometimes we, I think the problem we had last season was like, we let games get away from us also when we dominating a game, but we end up putting the ball in the net. We, we yeah. end up getting sucker punch and that's it, it, almost like it really, really hurts when you lose. But I think now we have a more wily character. and I mean, it leads me now yeah. also back to the whole breakdown thing of attackers. I mean, I'm going to hop back to midfield after that. But yeah. for me, attackers, I think, you know, that we already mentioned on the front three of Spurs, but I just think you have now a forward with more guile now in Arsenal's yes. things. who actually knows where to, where the net is. And I mean, he's going to probably make it either, like, you know, difficult for Dyer or Romero, whoever plays. But I mean, he's going to also see to it that he can draw fouls. Because I mean, out of like someone like Romero, I don't know if you watched him play already. Look, he is a good defender, but he is all like a certain issue that, that we were talking now with Gabriel. He's again there, uh, weak link again at the back. I mean, it's fantastic how defending. defender is because Dyer used to be that one where he was, like, you know, very clumsy on the ball. He's yeah. looking more stable in the defence, for Spurs. So, I mean, yeah, i like, no. to go too much in the defence again, but I mean, just going now to... To the awesome thing now, I just think with with Saka, if Saka gets that sort of like he didn't get too many minutes now for for England, like yeah. I think he played a match and probably fifteen or whatever minutes for the, the second game. But I just think to myself, I mean, now you got Gabriel Martinelli, should be really really fresh, and I mean really have a go at at Emerson Royale, who can be also reckless on his day.
1: Yeah, and no, I think uh, Gabriel Jesus and Gabriel Martinelli are both guys that are are raring to go and probably want to have a point to prove um as well and i think if they can get going you know they can get this arsenal side really rallying and and on top of uh, spurs And i mean yeah. that martinelli space is scary i mean if you can get him behind spurs defense like you could you could see he you, you could win penalties for, like you know he should get more in the box because you can see players you know don't know how to deal with him because I'm just looking at,
0: like, just going head to head now with the, with the formations that they, they yeah. that normally put the most used formations in. And I mean, look, Arsenal at the moment are going four two three one, and Spurs yeah. usually now go at three four two one. 4 2 So, yeah. I mean, he's space wise to ever go at them, not to really push them. Because, mm-hmm. as I said, look, okay, Perisic, he's class in midfield. And I mean, that now brings us now to the midfield uh, battle. Uh, then they got Hoiberg, Bentacourt and Royale. And I mean, Hoiberg and Pentecourt, they were like, like the two meanies in central midfield. I mean, Hoyberg is somebody who knows how to, pardon, uh, you know, get all sort of, like, sort of reaction out of you to provoke people. And he's like, he's having a game. But also, don't forget that Hoiberg uh, is somebody that can already hurt teams when he plays the ball behind the defence. Because, yeah. I mean, some of his passes that he's done, from, even from deep, it's on the money, usually. And I mean, I just think that someone like Party and Zaka, I think you need to take also control of that central midfield very early. Like, you know, I mean, look, I think Zaka will probably try to draw Bentecourt or somebody away from that, leaving some like Heuberg more exposed so and people like Odegaard can also, you know, be in support of, of uh, Party. So, I mean, that's going to be also a fantastic scrap to watch between two, like, you know, three top midfields.
1: Do you you think Vieira or Odegaard is going to start or should start? No, I think Odegaard will start.
0: Yeah, I I think so. And he's the captain of the team, he gets the the green light. But I mean, at at least we also know we've got options from the bench. That's also a fantastic thing. I mean, even though the media is trying to, you know, cause us to panic when they say, oh, yeah, Arsenal got like nine injuries. But I mean, when you look at the players that are injured, at least Nelson was never really part of the squad. El Nini is just like a, like a squad player. And I'm mean, saying, so it's not like they're looking for numbers to clock up to make Arsenal fans panic and do the whole click-baity thing on the articles. Because I mean, at the moment, even when they were saying, oh, yeah, Arsenal are going to miss uh, Smith rowe right? I mean, we were playing how many games up till then without even needing him, really? Because I mean, uh, uh, the team at the moment looks really, I mean, I find really smart in the, the way they're also coping when they are like little niggles or injuries, they are coping with it.
1: Yeah. No, we, we we are, and I think that's the importance of a beauty of a squad. You know, you need to have guys that can play when when, when certain players are injured. You know, that's how you win titles and you, know, you win things. And in the top four, you can't just have one batch of players, and if that guy's don't pull their socks, I mean, you're in deep trouble.
0: Yeah, but I mean, the, on the flip side of it, also, is like in, in as a positive sense, you're gonna have a too bloated of a squad because then people are going to be struggling for game time. I think Ateta has just the right balance with the amount of players he has, and now, who can now
1: replace
0: them. Because mm-hmm. I personally think someone like Joaquin is a, 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 a
1: able replacement for smith yeah. at the moment. No, I, I definitely agree. And, and I, was, I was actually, I'm thinking he's a good player to bring on as well from the bench as well. I think, you know, if if you're looking for a goal, he, he reminds me of that Alexis Sanchez type player. I'm what? not saying he's Alexis Sanchez, but a guy that can weave his way in the box and he's, he's not scared to get the ball at his feet and take somebody on.
0: And I mean, imagine you having to defend against someone like you later on in the game. But that, there was somebody with that they don't like half glides past it with trickery and that, and then you're not going to really like it. Like, if, imagine he's doing like that, quick slaloms or quick feet in the box. You never know somebody just puts out a lazy or tired leg interruption.
1: Yeah, that's, that, and that can happen.
0: Yeah. So then we move our attention now to uh, Bodo glimpse on Thursday evening. They, so you know, top in the group at the moment, in our group. Um. That being said, they now in know fourth in the domestic league. Uh, and I mean, for me, the top scorer at the moment uh, I read up is Amal Pellegrino. He's got some like 20 goals already. Sure. Oh, sorry, sorry, has 19 and four assists. And other key players on theirs, is, uh, the two central midfielders, Ulrich uh, saltness and Hugo Wettlesen. Uh saltness already has five goals and six assists in, in uh, midfield. And then that Vettleson got. Uh, six goals and five assists. That being said, they're like fourth in the defensive league, as I said, but I mean, they're the top scorers in the league, because eh? they've got like 56 goals for, but I mean, that being said, they also ship a lot, because they're like, I think, 30 goals against, 56 scored, uh, 30 against. So I mean, that also like, kind of leaves it open to Arsenal, like, especially with this game, where Arsenal will probably
1: do uh, heavy rotations. Oh, are we playing this game away from um no, at the Emirates. At the Emirates. Okay, yeah, I know this is important that we get the, the result, but I mean, you know, Bode, Glenn's a very sly team. I mean, yes. I, I know Roma knocked him out in the Europa League, I mean, the Conference League in the quarters or semis, but if you look back to the group stages, I think they drew to Roma and they beat Roma 6-1 or something like that. So, yeah. you know, it's not going to be a walk in the park, you know, for those of you who like you haven't heard much of Bode, Glenn. They actually are yeah. a team that, like you said, can score goals, so we need to, to be very wise when we play against them. Now, nah, just call be to you
0: know, too lax against them because at least you know they can hurt you. Because I mean, look, okay, yes, they play in the Norwegian League, which is not say the strongest, but I mean, if you look at that, that their, their main guy, um, that Amal uh, Pellegrino, he's like on uh, not 20 matches played 19 goals.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, he, he seems like somebody that could trouble the old arsenal of old, yeah. Decades.
0: But I, mean, I think that should be, you know, able job for people like Holding and them to, like, you know, when they have to mark him and that. But I, I mean, I'm quite confident going into that game also, because I just think we need to get that points quickly in the bag. They get that, you know, uh, position locked in, you know, to win the league. as yeah. you that the, the benefits of winning the the group stage yeah. or the group. Sorry. So, I mean, at least get that, like say, three goals back to back. Uh, three wins, sorry. Because look, I think the week after, uh, uh, no, yeah, something like that. we we play PSV Eindhoven because yeah. that is that the rearranged game from the the one that was postponed during the the Queen's passing. So yeah, I mean, I just think myself, we need to get this, you know, that that points on the board, but also give, you know, where people need breaks, give them the break for that game. Because I mean, I don't yeah. think we're really to go big, you know, real big
1: guns out on them. Yeah, I 100% agree with that thought process.
0: Yeah. So the final point that I have before we end off, because I mean, I know these are short podcasts today, uh, that breaking news, like in the last, I think, few hours, actually, uh, Arsenal and Adidas extended the sponsorship deal nice. with us yeah, to
1: 2030.
0: So, I mean, at least we know that this everything is safe and locked in for the next, you know, what,
1: eight years. No, that's excellent news. I mean, I, I like the kits as well. It's... Yeah, me too. Big it's, fear, it's you know. good to be back with adidas again for all back in the years it's just you know they start to add um, some champions league with that uh, adidas meets
0: yeah. i mean it also shows the sort of trust that they also have in the club and they can see also yeah. the, the project at end because i think they they don't usually want to just attach themselves to if somebody's like struggling over and over and over all the time so yeah it's a positive sign for the club that we can see now. On the end of the podcast now. Hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the match in the next, what, five hours or so. Sometimes like it's going to early kick off today. So enjoy,
1: guys. Take care. Stay safe. Bye. Let's get the three points. Hopefully 3-0 to Arsenal.